Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast, and this is episode 158. Well, I hope everyone is doing okay out there. Everyone's getting ready for Memorial Day weekend, and hopefully having some kind of fun no matter what it is you're doing. Uh, I think this weekend I'm going to do a little bit of barbecue, uh, have some wings, and I think we're going to do like a... a socially distanced uh, fire pit at my house is having a couple friends over but maintaining a distance uh, just nothing too crazy but I figure why not it's gonna be really nice out to get a fire going but yeah hopefully uh, everyone is gonna enjoy the long weekend uh, I know I'm gonna try to make the most uh, of it as, as do as much as I can um, but now that the weekend is here Disney Springs over at Walt Disney World is reopened uh, this weekend uh, with a, a minimum amount of stores well there's a good amount a lot of the third party shops and the restaurants are open so people are uh, heading down there and just waiting for the parks to open so we're going to talk a, a bit today about what the reopening of Disney Springs uh, was like and some of the procedures that they have that I mean I know I've discussed them last week but there's a few other things that they announced uh, afterwards and just kind of how how things went for Disney um so we're going to talk about that uh and then just a couple other news items uh mostly uh just uh let's see we got the Josh DeMero is the new uh chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products so we're going to talk a little bit just about that uh nothing crazy today but uh all right why don't we just jump right into it and begin this episode of the Excess Press podcast After a couple months of being closed, Walt Disney World is reopened. Disney Springs is now back in business as of Wednesday, May 20th. It's yeah, quite exciting because everyone's uh, just ready for Disney to just reopen, want people ready to go back. I I know a lot of people that have vacations coming up and just are really curious of what's going to happen. They still want to go on their vacations, which is great. I'm glad you guys want to go to that. 
But yeah, it's it's been it's been fun kind of watching how uh, just Disney's been handling this, uh, how the people have been reacting to the opening of Disney Springs. So uh, let's kind of dive into it. So uh, last Saturday, Disney had released a uh, parks a Disney Parks blog of just what exactly was going to happen. I know I we we talked a lot about last week of what we were going to see, but they really kind of laid it down a little bit more. So I'm just going to slowly go back uh, kind of into it and just talk about what, uh, if you were to go to Disney Springs today, of what it would look like for you. So uh, as of right now, the first thing you'll have to know is for the, the parking and for the entrances to Disney Springs. So uh, as of right now, all of the surface lots are closed. The only things uh, that you can park in, guests are being directed to self-park within the orange and lime garages. Um, so you self-park there. Uh, they're not, as far as from what I've seen, they're not distancing your uh, parking at all. Um, apparently, that is a thing that's happening at CityWalk in Universal Orlando, uh, but that is not the case over at Disney. Uh, I think that's I think that's a little overboard over at CityWalk. I, I think being I think being uh, close to the cars are fine. I don't I don't see any issues there. So over at Disney, you park in the orange or lime garages. So right now, there's actually four entrances to Disney Springs. Uh, there is the, of course, through the Orange and Lime garages, the Hotel Plaza Boulevard pedestrian bridge, and if you get dropped off by a rideshare, there's the rideshare location entrance. So, um, and then if the garages are full, they will have a one-in, one-out policy. So, uh, I don't know if they're just not filling it to capacity because I know they're only allowing a certain amount of people in to Disney Springs. Um, so I'm not sure if like the, if the garages are completely full, if they marked off spaces. I'm not sure about that. So um, and then so as you kind of enter, um, you do see signages everywhere, just like stating the risks about getting COVID-19. Uh, there, they, they have a lot of signs talking about it and Disney just, this is, this is legal stuff. I mean, I deal with it at my job. You just, uh, Disney does not want to be reliable for anyone getting sick. Um, so by reading these signs and this one quote here says by visiting Walt Disney world, you voluntarily assume all risks related to the exposure to COVID-19. So, uh, that's it. So if you get if you get it, uh, Disney cannot be uh, reliable for uh, reliable for that. So uh, you are entering at your own risk. Uh, you are assuming all risks. It's just like when you swim in the ocean and there's no lifeguard and it says swim at your own risk. This is the same thing. Uh, at least at least to me it is. Um, but yeah, you you just uh, assume all risks and uh, yeah. So Disney's just kind of covering their tracks there. So you see plenty of signage just talking about keeping a distance and all that. Um, so uh, once you arrive uh, at Disney Springs, uh, we talked about this before. You do undergo temperature screening. So uh, I've only really seen it set up in the parking garages, but they have. Uh, three different tracks that like kind of three different lines that you walk in. They have uh, placements on the ground uh, that tell you where not to stand, where not to stand, six feet apart. Uh, and then people go up one at a time uh, and they just uh, put the no touch uh, uh, thermometer towards the forehead uh, and then they take your temperature. Um, and anyone displaying 100.4 degrees or higher uh, goes to another location for rescreening and assistance. So 
from what I've been seeing is they they bring you off to this like small tent area and you just kind of wait and cool off because I mean you, you could be overheated for being in the sun uh, or something like that um, so you do have to be in the tent but it, they don't wait that long for to retake your temperature uh, they they just they take they'll take it again and if you uh, if it's higher than 100.4, they will not let you or your entire party into uh, the park so or into Disney Springs. So I would recommend just taking your temperature if you can before you go. You never know. Um, but yeah, so there's those are the screens for that. And apparently uh, from what people say, it's really easy. The cast members there are so friendly because I, I know like people could have kids. It could be like a little scary for kids. Um so just know that uh, it is people going in pretty pretty easily there. Uh, it, I mean, they are limiting capacity, so I can't say they're being big lines. But uh, I mean, from what I've been seeing, it's it's very easy and quick, even quicker than getting uh, like your bag checked, uh, getting into a Disney park. So. Um, and then let's see here. So again, face coverings, which we all know Disney is still, it is requiring all guests to be wearing, uh, face coverings when in Disney Springs, uh, you, uh, anyone in your party, like three years of older are required to wear one. Um, be sure that you have face coverings for your face, uh, as you uh, do need to wear them over your nose and mouth at all times. Uh, Disney does not have them. Uh, they don't really have a lot for sale within Disney Springs. From what I've seen, the only place that had them for sale was over at Vera Bradley. At least, uh, I forget where I saw that. I saw it today. I read it somewhere. Um, but, uh, Vera Bradley, uh, apparently is selling some, so, uh, they're not giving them out. So make sure you have your face covering. Cause if you don't have one, you are not getting into Disney Springs. Um, so let's talk about face coverings because, uh, there's been a lot of chatter. What's going on. Uh, I've been disappointed in a lot of people out there because, uh, you're not, I've been seeing people, uh, not uh, wearing some face masks a lot. They'll just be sitting around not having one on. They'll be walking around not having on. And I know Disney's doing the best to enforce that, but they can't be everywhere at once. Like, listen, if you're going to go to Disney Springs, wear a face mask. Like, just... Like, I feel like if I were there, I would just tell people like, hey, get up, get your face mask on. Like, I'd be like one of those people like a neighborhood watch just telling people like, hey, face mask on, face mask on in a, in a polite way as I can. Um, it's just please do it. So the only time you should not like the only time you don't have to wear a face mask is if you are eating. Um, and that's like if you're sitting down uh, at a dining room table or at a dining table uh, and you're you're eating your food. You could take off your mask. You eat your food, uh, and then when you're done, just put it back on. Take, if you need to take a drink, take the mask off. Put it back on. Um, the Disney uh, like people are walking around with drinks in their hand, um, but that's not an excuse for you to have your face mask off. Uh, if you have like a Starbucks drink, uh, just make sure that every time you take a sip, you just take your mask off, take a sip. Put it back on. Don't don't walk around with your face mask off. Don't do that. Don't just be one of those people. Uh, keep it on uh, when you're not taking a sip. Uh, just whenever you're not eating, uh, just have it on your face. So that's the only time uh, you should uh, you don't have to wear your mask is when you're eating. Um, and I am on live on Instagram and CJ is always in the chat. Thank you, CJ, for joining us. 
She says, good luck keeping a mask on a three-year-old. Yes, uh, I know that is going to be really tough, but I think uh, you can maybe make it into like a game for the kids. Um, maybe you can purchase a fun face mask. Like if they're really into like Woody and Buzz, try and find something uh, that they care for. Um, I know it's, yeah, I know it's not going to be easy, but um, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I, I don't have a small child. I don't know how to deal with one just uh, yet i have a small little nine-year-old dog that uh that's pretty easy that counts but um <laughs> uh but yeah so wear your face covering at, at all times at disney springs it is required and from what i've seen is they do have a team that's kind of dedicated to keeping up the spirits at disney while also uh just kind of making sure people have their their face coverings on uh, I think they're they're in like yellow and blue uh, uniforms. It's like a new team. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on uh, with the face coverings over there. So let's talk about the uh, social distancing. Um, now, let's see. They, there's there's signage on the ground everywhere. Uh, there are ground markings which help uh, with the with proper social social distancing, uh, like when queuing. Uh, if you're, uh, you might see a long line for like the polite pig or something. Uh, but uh, they do have. I mean, that's probably gonna go by pretty quickly because imagine just all the space with six feet uh, in between one another. Uh, so they do have um, plenty of space uh, when waiting on the queues. Um, the one conflicting thing I've kind of seen is like they have markings on the ground where it says do not stand here like big markings on the ground do not stand here and then they have other markings where it says stand here uh, to me I feel like they should have gone with one uh, like like with one side of it it's either please stand here or please do not stand here. They shouldn't have, to me, they shouldn't have gone with both. I feel like that could confuse a lot of people because maybe like someone's not paying attention. And the first thing they saw was uh, a, a, an area that says, please do not stand here. Um, or they said, or say, say they see one that says, hey, please, please stand here. Uh, and then later on, they just go stand on another marking, but the marking actually, actually says, do not stand here. Um, I feel like they they that can be a little confusing for people. Uh, a, a lot of the coverage that I've seen, I, I've seen both of those. So just be weary of not weary, but just be mindful of what where you're standing and when you should be standing on a marking and when you aren't standing on a marking. Um, I think I think that really uh, kind of makes the case and. Yeah, CJ, CJ agrees. The ground markings are confusing uh, and the kids are go going to want to jump on the fun colored boxes. Yes, this is very true. There are some big boxes that say do not stand here. So um, just, uh, yeah, just be mindful uh, in the future when uh, you kind of visit because there's tons, there's a ton of markings throughout Disney Springs. So be sure we're going to be see that, seeing that in the parks. Uh, they're definitely getting ready for that. Uh, and then also they, they on some of the bridges and some of the walkways that are narrow, um, they have arrow arrows of which side you should be walking on in that direction. So like America, if you drive on the you drive on the right side of the road, that's the side that um, 
uh, you're walking as well. Uh, so I know like one of the busiest bridges uh, has arrows as well. So some of the some of the other bridges that are bigger don't have the arrows, I believe. Um, so just uh, yeah, just kind of be mindful of that. Um, and then yeah, cleanliness. They're they're just really clean and everything. High traffic areas, elevators, escalators, handrails, benches, restrooms. Uh, I saw that they actually removed uh, the trash can lids. Uh, not the top of the lids, but like the you usually have to push in the 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 handle. I, is, do you call it the handle the thing you push in for a trash can? I'm, I'm blanking. But anyways, the thing you the thing that swings. You know what I'm talking about. Things that swings on the the trash can. Uh, they actually remove those so you could just easily, easily, sorry, I hit my mic. Uh, you could easily just put, uh, the trash into the bin without having, uh, to like touch the, the, the swinging handle. Um, so that's good there. Um, and then if you're going to Disney Springs, um, or the parks in the future, uh, try not to use cash. They're, they're trying to do cashless payment options Disney, uh, with debit cards, credit cards, Disney gift cards. Uh, they're trying to do that. Um, so uh, that's uh, the the main gist of what's happening over at Disney Springs. Uh, a lot is opening up. Uh, again, like I said last week on May 27th, uh, you're going to see Lego, um, not Legoland. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Uh, you're going to see the World of Disney reopen, the co-op marketplace reopen. Uh, you're going to see a lot of the Disney-owned uh, properties reopen. So... Um, from, from what I'm seeing, this is going over really smoothly. Uh, the Disney is doing a great job kind of getting guests in, uh, to the parks or into the Disney Springs and out of the Disney Springs. Uh, I've just been seeing a lot of people online complaining about other, other guests that are just not being mindful, uh, not wearing masks when they should be. Um, and just kind of like creating loopholes around it. Like I was talking about some people would just carry a drink with them, like a Starbucks drink, not have a mask on. Uh, that's a lot of the feedback I've been seeing a strange case this weekend. This is absurd. I don't know how, or what this family was thinking, but someone was cooking like a family's lunch over an open flame in Disney. Um, that was show that showed up on someone's Facebook and the screenshots were sent everywhere. Uh, that was kind of nuts. Uh, I don't know why that's a thing, but it happened. Um, so, uh, just, uh, please, please, if you're going to go to Disney Springs, uh, that uh, I, I'm, I'm saying it over and over because I want it, everyone to do it. Just wear your mask, be mindful of what you're doing. So, um, so that kind of just quickly leads us to the state of the parks. Um, so, as of right now, the Disney parks, they don't have any park hours through mid-June. It looks like uh, guests uh, are being told to cancel or Disney is canceling uh, all the way through uh, trips all the way through mid-June. So I don't think we're going to be seeing the Disney parks then uh, open, which is kind of a contrast to what Universal is doing as well as Legoland. It was announced that Legoland was opening up June 1st. And what kind of really makes me mad about that is they're opening up and while they are recommending guests to wear face masks, it is not required. And I absolutely hate that rule. I'm really against that. Uh, so I think everyone should be required to wear a mask. This is my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. That's just what I think. 
Um, and then Universal, they are uh, they're talking about opening up. Uh, I think a, like a soft opening up uh, June fifth. Um, and then they are going to require all guests to wear masks. Uh, so just uh, you're gonna have to do that because yes, yeah, City Walk opened up last week. Uh, and yeah, now that they just announced today that uh, June fifth is when we're gonna see that. So. Um, so for Disney, I mean, when do we think they're going to open? Uh, I still think it's going to be early July. That's, uh, that's my, um, bet. And sorry, thank you. CJ's correcting me in the chat. It is a full open on June 5th. Well, with limited capacity, not just a soft opening, soft openings for team members on June 1st. So thank you for that. Um, so, uh, for Disney, when do we think they're going to open? Like I was saying, I I, I think it's going to be early Ju- July. Uh, but I feel like I feel like this is going to be they're going to do it last minute. Um, I feel like they're going to want to probably open with just like pass holders. Maybe um, I think they're going to want to take it easy and slow. Um, but I think they're going to maybe just tell us like a week or two beforehand i don't think we're gonna know like a month out or whatever because that just is gonna get a lot of people to kind of swarm down to disney uh and i don't think that's what they want so i feel like this is gonna be kind of like a last minute thing uh same with what they did with like disney springs so um and then yeah cj says they're gonna have to hire a bunch first which is absolutely true they're gonna have to hire some more people bring all of those um all those cast members back uh who aren't working but uh and she's also saying yeah we won't we don't have any of those college programmers and no international uh folks as well so um a lot for them to think about a lot for them to bring the parks back online uh but i think we're gonna see it uh open hopefully pretty soon um all right, so that's all the uh, that's it for Disney Springs right now. I mean, uh, time is just gonna tell for when uh, Disney's gonna reopen. So we uh, we will see. So all right, well I'm gonna take a quick uh, break and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. So uh, this is like, it's a little bit of park news. It's parks related. Um, But like I kind of mentioned before, now that Bob Chapek is the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, his position was opened, uh, the uh, chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. And uh, one of our, a a favorite of many, uh, Josh DeMero, uh, he is now uh, taking over that role. Um, he was just previously the Walt Disney World's. Um, uh, he was he was just previously the president of Walt Disney World. Uh, so he is taking over Bob Chapek's position. Uh, so Disney Parks uh, experiences and products consists of the 16 park resorts uh, in the United States, Europe, and Asia. Uh, the Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Vacation Club, Adventures by Disney, uh, the the global consumer products operation which is toys apparel home goods uh, apps uh and then the disney store locations around the world as well as the shop disney e-commerce platform 
Um, so this he, this guy's in charge of all the fun stuff. At least that's that's what I think. I think this is this is the fun stuff. So uh, he's now in charge of all of that. So congrats to Josh on the role. And yeah, really happy to see uh, kind of see him take over this role. He's the, he's done a lot of good for the company. Uh, I mean, he this he he began his the Disney career in 1998 uh, at the Disneyland Resort. And he's held a number of leadership positions across the company. Uh, he worked as a senior vice president of commercial strategy for, for Walt Disney World uh, and also led the site's resorts uh, and transportation operations. Uh, he was also the vice president of Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, as it underwent the uh, Pandora expansion. Uh, he also had other roles, including uh, he did sales and travel operations uh, at the Disney Hong Kong Disneyland Resort. Uh, he worked in Adventures by Disney. Uh, he was also the president of Disneyland, where he opened Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over there uh, and helped initiate the development of the upcoming uh, Marvel theme land. Uh, and then I think it was like six months ago, late last year, he ended up getting the, pre uh, the, the job of president of Walt Disney World. So... Um, he's, he's done a lot of great for the company. I'm happy to see him in this role. Uh, I think from what I've been seeing is he's a bit more of like a, a fan favorite than Bob Chapik is. Uh, so I, I know he talked, uh, I can't even remember how long ago it was back in February. I think I talked about Bob Chapik and some of the criticism about him. Um, and, uh, CJ agrees with me. She says future CEO, Josh Samara. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely possible. We might see him, uh, depending on how Bob Chapik does. So, um, so yeah, the, the new president of, uh, Walt Disney World is, uh, Jeff Vale. Uh, he, he used to be the president of Signature Experiences and he's been part of the Walt Disney Company for over 30 years. Um, so the... Uh, Disney, the, the Disney signature experiences included the Cruise Line, Vacation Club, uh, Adventures by Disney, Golden Oak, and Alani, uh, Alani uh, as well. So, um, so there's a lot. There's a lot of other shufflings uh, around in the company, but these are the two that I just wanted to mention since they were park related. So I'm really excited to see uh, what Josh kind of brings to the table. You're going to see him a lot uh, at the forefront. Of whenever you see like park openings and uh, like but Bob Chapik, we've definitely we've definitely seen him at Deep Twenty Three a lot uh, on stage for when uh, they're giving the parks uh, and panels presentation. Uh, but now you will be seeing uh, Josh Demaro be doing that, so that's going to be really really excited uh, for everything that he has to offer to uh, to Disney. So. Um, but that is, that's, that's it. That's all I have the news for today. I just talked quickly about Disney Springs. Um, uh, and then just, uh, highlighted, uh, the hiring, uh, or for the new role hirings at Disney, uh, company. So, you know what, I'm going to end it, uh, just quickly on last week. I started the, um, uh, Disney, like my Disney memories, just like something I remember from like in my brain, something I can remember doing, uh, when I was a kid on my early trips. Uh, and these are going to be the trips that I took in 94, 98, and then 2004. So just, uh, those are my really, those are my only trips to Disney as a kid and a teenager. So I'm just going to, 
Uh, yeah, talk about another memory. So this one comes from 2004. Wow, that was 16 years ago. I was in high school. Um, we took a, a trip in the summer, and uh, this is the first time actually staying at the World in its Lodge. So we, my my dad, he really wanted to stay at the World in its Lodge when we went in 1998. But there was a lot of construction going on at the time uh, because of the Boulder Ridge, the DVC villas. That was so we didn't end up staying there, and we stayed at the Grand Floridian instead. Um, so this time, uh, his dream came true because we we've been camping uh, our entire lives, and uh, we just love the outdoors. That's why we love the world, Worldliness Lodge. So we wanted to stay there, but like. When I was there, I just like fell in love with the lobby. The lobby, as we know, is just so grand. Everyone loves the World in a Slodge lobby. Um, but me, what I remember, I don't remember honestly a lot about that trip. But for me, what really stands out was that I, I, I at the time, like I was a really big Halo fan. Uh, I still love Halo. It's one of my favorite games, video games of all time. Uh, Halo 2 had come out uh, or was coming out. I can't remember. Um, and I was reading a Halo book, uh, and I just remember whenever we had free time, we weren't in the parks, we were just kind of hanging around the room. I didn't want to spend time in the room because I mean, it's tight. It was, uh, we were just in a regular room with, with two beds and I didn't want to hang out there. So I remember just spending my free time sitting in the lobby, just uh, trying to read. Uh, but I just remember just getting really, uh, just too distracted and I, I just, I couldn't read. I was too busy, just like people watching, uh, wondering what people, yeah, just wondering what people were doing. And then I remember like Whispering Canyon Cafe used to be uh, pretty loud. I don't know how loud it is anymore. Uh, but I, I just remember having a, a really great time uh, just kind of sitting in that lobby. I would do, I remember doing it frequently. Uh, we, would, we would go, uh, I would go there pretty often just to, to read my book or like I said, at least try. So um, but that's that's my memory for this week. Uh, it, yeah, that was uh, that's the one that I thought would be yeah, a little fun to share. So, um, all right. So uh, I was trying to think of like maybe some like fun future content for me to do. Um, so I think the, the the one thing I thought of was so I did the daily check-ins for Walt Disney World. Uh, when I was on the trip in November, where I recorded a, a really quick kind of episode every day, um, I found I thought I couldn't get those episodes because I uploaded them directly through Anchor, but I, uh, I found out that I can actually download each of those episodes. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to combine those into one episode and release that maybe in the next few weeks. So if, if anyone wants to uh, listen uh, there... Uh, and then, uh, or if anyone wants to listen to that, they can. Uh, and then I was trying to, uh, I was thinking, like, I went on an Adventures by Disney trip to Spain in 2015. Uh, so I, f I was thinking maybe I'll, like, just talk about my experience uh, with that if anyone's interested, maybe uh, taking an Adventures by Disney trip in the future. So. Um, but that's it. Uh, that's kind of it. And oh yeah, I'm also looking for more cast members. Uh, I, I have a couple more coming up, uh, but I got to get more on the schedule. So if you were a future or previous cast member and you would like to be on a future episode, uh, just let me know and uh, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you on. So. 
Um, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, give us those five stars. That'd be awesome. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. You could follow me on Instagram at excesspresspodcast. Uh, and then that's where you can DM, DM me if you want. If you're on Instagram, uh, you can direct message me. If you were a previous cast member, we'll get you on the show. And you could talk, talk about that. Uh, you could, or you could shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. I also have another podcast. Uh, it's called What'd You Think? Uh, it is a movie, TV, video game, chat review podcast that I ever host uh, once a week. Uh, and this actually this past week, we talked about prop culture. Uh, absolutely love that show. Uh, so we had a pretty, pretty decent discussion about that. So you might want to check that out. Prop culture is the new show on Disney plus. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the excess press podcast signing off until next time. Travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.